Welcome to the Moss Talk Podcast. Yo, 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 what's happening with it, world? What's going on with it? Welcome to another episode of the Mouse Talk Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Mr. Jake Mouse. Uh, thank you uh, for everyone who may be tuning in right now. Uh, shout out to anyone who's going to catch this on the playback, you know, and also after this uh, live stream is over with, 
the audio will be uploaded. We're gonna give about an hour or so like that to upload the project. audio version of this. Um, this episode will be available for anyone who wants to click it out. Man. First and foremost, I hope everyone is good this evening. Uh, I hope everyone is doing well. And, um, man, so we're gonna get into it now. This is a topic that I have been wanting to touch on uh, for a little minute now. And I, uh, I was preparing my notes. I've been preparing notes for it for a couple of days now. And it's just the reason why this this topic right here was so important to me. And shout out to everyone who uh, responded to the post earlier today uh, when I made the post, uh, Does Family Unity Still Exist? I'm going to read some comments. People's thoughts about that, but I have been wanting to do this episode for a while now because some of the things that I've been noticing a lot lately that has taken place within uh, within families, and it's not honestly just black families; it's all race. Because you know, I, I know I I uh, I talk to people, you know, and I associate myself with you know all every different race you know i work with white people black people uh korean people all that uh i associate with them you know i, uh, I chop it up with them and you know i've always been someone people can always talk you know i've always made myself available for people you know give my give my ear to people when they're wanting to think and the things that i've always you know heard from you know from other individuals when they come to their families I had no choice but to ask it because the stories I've gotten and some of the things I witness on an everyday basis when it comes to families, man, I really had to ask it. Does family unity exist? Like, does it still exist? And according to some of the comments I had gotten uh, part of my post today, a lot of people don't feel like it does. A lot of people feel like it never did exist, you know? And you know, people are entitled to, you know, what they feel their opinion. You know, and I feel like, you know, this doesn't pertain to everything. And no, nobody's family is gonna be perfect. You know, off the rip, nobody's family is gonna be perfect. But it's just the simple fact that, you know, living in 2022 and heading into 2023, it's just seeing how families are just, you know. Family, we look, family look at them, uh, look at each other as enemies these days. You know? Like I see it. Look at it like they look at each other as enemies. Like, man, like what, like what happened? Like what happened to the point where you know families, you know, look at each other like they wanted to really kill each other. Like it happens like that. So, and so I'm gonna ask the first question. What does family unity mean? Well, you have a lot of people who have their own definition of what family unity really means. You have some individuals who feel like family unity means family sticking, sticking together no matter what and being there for each other, which is, you know, which is not bad. Uh, one would say family unity is when family members help each other out during financial issues. You do have people who feel like that's that's what family sticking together is all about is helping each other financially you know and they feel like that's the only sole reason you know or the sole thing far as that would keep family going together is helping each other out financially and stuff like that uh 
One would say um, family unity is when family being there for each other mentally and spiritually, which is definitely not a bad thing. It's definitely not a bad thing when family is there for each other mentally and spiritually, especially when you're going through, you know, uh, a mentally and spiritually uh, spiritual battle. It's definitely not a bad thing. And for those who said no, there's a lot of people who say who feel like no family unity doesn't exist. And a lot of people said that the reason why they feel like it doesn't exist is because it went away once our grandparents and elders, you know, made their eternal transitions, which is, you know, I can agree with. You know, I can actually agree with that, you know, once, you know, our grandparents or our uh, uncles and aunts and people like that who were considered the glue of these family uh, structures, once they made their total transition and they were no longer here, during a time when family was supposed to come together and be stronger than ever, they, they, they crumbled. They crumbled. And that goes to show you that that family structure wasn't 100% solid like it, like, like they thought it was. It's just it was only holding on because grandma or granddaddy or the grandparents or uncle or aunt or mom or dad or whoever was the glue to the family was still here. So I'm, I've always wondered like, what happened? What happened to the point where during the time when that glue is no longer here, that family is supposed to still be together. That family, if anything, is supposed to find themselves uniting and having that stronger the bond that's much stronger than ever why does it crumble it crumbles is because the simple fact that everybody only comes together because of that elder who's the group who's considered the group everyone has a mutual love and respect for the group whether it be the grandmother granddaddy or just the grandparents or some it's an elder in the family who everyone loves, respects, who would die for them and do anything for. Even put up with some of the family members that they don't necessarily get along with. And it's just, it, it makes it, it, makes, it always, it's crazy because, you know, what's going on to the point where you actually ask the question, what's going on right before this, what before that elder passes away, why? And nine times out of 10, the reason why, because these family members have personal issues that they never, you know, got resolved or something happened and they never, you know, you know, looked at each other as adults and said, hey, let's communicate about this. Or as, you know, it was just like nine times out of 10, the reason why certain things happen is because lack of communication. That's exactly what they always end up happening. Right? that lack of communication between those cousins or those siblings and whatever issues that they have with each other, they rather just leave alone and just say, you know what, it is what it is, we're gonna be here and we're gonna show respect for the fact that grandma, granddaddy or whoever, whoever's the group. That's what we're gonna do. And that's why I feel like that's one of the, I feel like that's where we feel that right there. Like no one's saying you have to be best friends and best cousins and best siblings, but 
why not, you know, step aside and talk to each other about those issues? So therefore, if the glue of that family is no longer there, that's, that bond and that relationship and that love can be much stronger. It doesn't have to shine. Because we've seen it happen in real life and we've seen it in movies. Prime example. A prime example. Soul food. Everyone, everybody got together. Everyone loved Big Mama to death. Everybody did. Everybody was there for Big Mama. But once Big Mama passed, you saw, boom, everything just fell apart. The family structure just fell apart. All because it was issues boiling up that already always been there amongst the siblings and other family members. And it happens in real life. It happens with our own family. And like I said, then I hate it because those unaddressed issues amongst family members, they never get they never get talked out. They never get they never uh, no one, you know, everyone's so stubborn. Nobody wants to talk about it. And then something happens. Nine times out of the ten will end up happening. One of them end up passing away or something tragic end up happening. And guess what? One of them is left with the regret. One of them is left with, damn man, I should have said something. Damn man, we we, we should have, you know, we should have buried the hatchet. We should have just did this instead of being, you know, little kids about this. Now, one of you is left with a whole bunch of regret and you, uh, and you thinking about the wasted time that, you know, that, that wasted time that was there instead of you all, you know, burying the hatchet and, you know, patching things up, y'all stay mad at each other. Stay mad at each other. And now it's like you just living this, you just constantly saying, wish I woulda, coulda, shoulda. That's all. And, um, it just, you know, it, it really just, it bothers me to see certain, like, how family can just, you know, break apart so easy, man. Especially during times when family is supposed to be the strongest. You know? During times when family members are supposed to be, you know, coming together and being strong. During that time. And then one of the things that um I'm I'm like I wanted to get to this at the end, but you know, I really couldn't hold it in no more. I'm tired of the speakers. I'm tired of the the, the same speakers that you hear in family amongst family every single time. Man, why is we only we only get together when it's funerals? Man, we need to do this and do that, do that. It's the same speakers every single year. Man, we don't get together like we used to. Man, we don't do this like we used to. I remember we used to move like this and be like this and do that. And now look at the whole family just, you know, everyone separated. This family do that thing, this family do that thing, and we only come together for funerals. Not weddings, funerals. You got people, like I've seen it personally. People get wedding invitations, they ain't going to that shit. But yet, they will make sure they show up to a funeral. Like why? Like that? That right there? That don't? That don't make any sense to me. You decline an invite for a wedding, but you gladly accept an invitation to a funeral. How? 
instead of you accepting an invitation to something that's supposed to be happy, you gladly accept the invitation to but for a very sad time, which I feel like, you know, nothing wrong with that, but I, come on now. I've seen it personally where people say, I ain't going to nobody's wedding, but will gladly get suited and booted to someone's funeral. Houseway. Like I said, I'm tired of those speeches. That's all we ever hear. From within people's families, like I said, I, I, like I said, I, I'm friends with people from all across the walk of every different uh, race, all it. So I know it, it's not just black families; it's families all across this world, man. Every race. Why should it only be funerals that bring us together? To bring us together? Why? And then right after the speech. Why after that speech? And then the speeches usually happen at the funeral. The speeches usually happen at the funeral. And guess what? Right after the funeral, it might be a day or two. After that, it's back to regular scheduled programming. Back to family being separated. Back to family, you know, just being, you know, separated. You know? And it makes you ask the, like some of the things that make you ask what causes some of these uh besides you know the death or the internal transition of the group what causes some of these families not to be uh to move as a unit anymore um nine times of the team it comes from you know people stealing from each other I, I, it happens it happens trust me i'm a witness it happens you know family members breaking in your house or stealing from you, taking from you when they could have, you know, could have asked. Uh, what else? Uh, family members spreading lies and rumors. No family is perfect. No family is perfect. But it happens all the time. Spreading lies, rumors, gossip. And the thing is, what I always know, I can never figure out, is that we'll spread lies and rumors about each other or we'll you know tell each other business but we'll tell each other business quicker than we'll try to help each other and this has nothing to do with anything financial it's just the fact that you're knowing that this person is in a domestic situation and is having a tough time getting out and maybe they just don't know how to go about or how to escape the, the, the situation what we do instead of us helping them or trying to, you know, figure out some way that we can get them out of that situation, what we do. We talk about it. We gossip about them. We spread rumors and lies. And we know, especially in black families, we add on the extra, extra spices when it comes to the gossip. Add on stuff that they ain't even happen. Um, also, what causes a certain family uh, structures to be destroyed? The mistreatment of one's children. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. I'm a witness where you have this cousin mistreating this cousin's kids or this aunt is mistreating this aunt's child. I've seen it. And guess what? That family member's gonna go off because you know, come on now, people don't play about their kids. And guess what? Now they feel some type of way. It's like, damn, this is supposed to be, you know, a family. Like I said, I'm not saying that, you know, 
but like no child is perfect you know kids get out of hand and stuff like that and you know certain kids do need discipline but i'm talking about the mistreatment part of it you know just being low down just being a total asshole towards a child whether it's an uncle auntie whatever older cousin it don't matter i've seen it happen and now that family member feel like, what's the point of coming around if my child is gonna be mistreated? That means y'all don't, y'all don't want us here. Y'all don't want us over here. And that that go that goes to my next, uh, that goes to my uh, my next uh, one. Family don't make you feel welcome to welcome to the house. I'm sorry, witness to it. I'm only you know some of the stuff I'm speaking for is my own experience. When you go to certain family members' houses, they don't make you feel welcome. And I've seen it where they made people who they barely known feel more welcome than you are. I'm like, damn, am I not family? Damn, am I not, you know, am I not a cousin or nephew or, you know, am I not that? And guess what? It makes that person feel some type of way. You know what? I might as well just, you know, Hey, you know, stay home. I might as well just go, you know, somewhere else where I'm welcome. Because who wants to be somewhere where they're not welcome? And then what happens is you get the vibe that you're not welcome, and then you catch them gossiping. What the hell? They from? What the hell? They bring their folks over here for? Now. Why they ain't told them? I'm over here like, like I said, I've seen it happen. And it's also situations like, um. The belittling of the belittling of family members towards each other. You still happy. And what I mean by that is you have family members who uh who live a certain lifestyle. You have family members who are, you know, financially, you know, they good. They they financially uh, uh established. And they feel like you know because they live a certain lifestyle or because they live in a certain neighborhood is that they feel like they're better than the other family members who may be still struggling or just you know still just striving to get by and they belittle them and look at them as they're nothing look at them as like damn that's you know you ain't my family member you ain't on my uh, you ain't in my tax bracket i've seen it out i've seen it out Look at them like they ain't shit. All because you live in a you live a certain lifestyle that this person doesn't, and you look at them just like the scum on the earth. That's still your cousin. That's still your nephew. That's still your niece. That's still your brother. That's still your sister. That's still your blood relative, regardless of if they're an addict. Regardless if they're going through something, regardless if you, even if you probably, y'all didn't probably have the best relationship, that's still your family member. And also, there's something else I've been a witness to too. I've seen it where people have allowed strangers to intervene, get in their ear, and go against their family member. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen where people will allow 
family of strangers or people who, you know, just outside people get in between what's going on between their family member and allow them to, you know, put that bug in their ear and all of a sudden you got this hatred towards this, this cousin who's probably one of, who's one of your favorite cousins once. I've seen it happen. And also, I feel like what brings, you know, what what um what keeps the family from being united is family entitlement. And one what I mean by that is because you do have family members who feel like they're entitled to something, who they're entitled to what you have. Ah, uh, we grew up together. Remember, we shared the same bed. Remember, we used to play all the time. Remember, we used to do this. Remember, we used to do that. And then you you so happen to get somewhere in life, or you know you you just you you so happen to you know do some good in life. I just said it. You you so happen to do some good in life, and you have family members. Who come out with their hands out and feel like they're entitled to something just because y'all blood also you got some family members who feel entitled because they they what they call supported you in something so basically you you basically wanted me to pay for your support that's just like if i made it as a rapper or something like that and all of a sudden I got, you know, family members coming at me and say, man, I, you know, I've always knew you was going to make it. Da, 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 da. It's like, okay, I, I'm not on mind helping, but you feel it entitled to, you know, my success. You shouldn't feel entitled to, you know, my success because I'm the one grinding. I'm the one that put in that work and got to where I am. Same far as the podcast. If the podcast so happens, just, you know, do big numbers and blow up one day. I know who supported me. I know who, you know what I'm saying, who who watched my stuff. I know who shared my stuff. I know who really, you know, messed with my platform. You got people who feel entitled. And then one of the biggest misconceptions as far as with family and entitlement, a lot of people feel like you, like, just because they see you have some kind of platform or see that you are doing something, they feel like you got it. They feel like, oh, he doing this, she doing that. This person got a clothing line. This person has, you know, a, a TV show. This person got a web series. This person got a YouTube channel. This person got a podcast. Oh, they got it. Hey, can I borrow some money? Hey, you got something for I can hold? And then it's crazy because you can say yes a lot of times. But my question is, how come that one no pushes away all those yeses? It can be a million yeses, but that one no pushes all those yeses out the way. And then all of a sudden, it's fuck family. Then it's all of a sudden, man, family ain't shit. But yet, when it was the yeses, man, you the best so-and-so in the world. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. But yes, but once that no comes 
and it's not no because I'm saying uh, a person is saying no. You're like you don't know what that person is going through. You don't know what kind of financial situation that person is dealing with. They're telling you no because maybe they don't have it at the time in order to give to you, regardless of what it is. It could be ten dollars. They need that ten dollars. How's gas is and you know how the economy is. They need that. Hey, hit you with apologies. Sorry, I, sorry, man. Sorry, cuz I ain't got it right now. And then it's fuck you. Fuck you. Because they're thinking that you have that you they're thinking you got it. They they look at you as like you made it. No. I'm still out here just like y'all. A lot of us, regardless of what you see on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, that don't make like that don't just what you see on these social media sites that doesn't mean that person's a millionaire they grinding they still in the process they're still in the process of trying to make something out of what they're doing and one of the things i feel like um that's you know destroying the family structure and i've noticed this i definitely noticed this recently is people with this you don't check up on me mentality. But, and I've never gotten it either because, you know, when you try to check up on people, it's, it's, it's to a point they're thinking that you're wanting something or they're thinking that you're trying to get information out, uh, out of them about something. Not everybody is like that. Not everybody is trying to get information out of you. Maybe that person thought of you and said, let me check on cubs. Let me check on my niece. Let me check on my nephew. Let me check on my auntie. You know, I know that we might not have the, you know, closest relationship and stuff like that, but let me check up on them. And then they get mad when you check up on them. Don't be hitting me up if you ain't been checking on me and checking up on me uh, all this time and all this stuff like, damn. When you do decide to check up on them, it's an attitude and it's like, but the thing, and then the crazy part is those same individuals who get mad at you for checking up on them, you reverse that back on them and ask them, okay, who have you checked up on? Who have you checked up on? Who have you made sure was straight? Who have you tapped in with and asked, you know, regardless of the circle, the circle that you're in, Regardless of that, but who have you checked up on? You know, that's why you know I I hit up my little cousins because I don't want my little cousins to you know get the same feeling that I got growing up. You know, that's why I tap in with uh, Andreas. That's why I tap in with Darion. That's why I tap in with Darian. That's why I tap in with Martinez and Marcus. That's why I tap in with Kennedy. That's why I was tapping in with DJ. I love you. Rest in peace. That's why, you know, even my little brother, uh, Demetrius, I tap in. It may not be on an every single day basis, but I make it my duty to do that because I don't want them to feel like, you know, Oh, I don't want them to feel that same feeling I had growing up far as amongst the older cousins and stuff I had or that I had.
Like, I don't mind checking up on nobody. I, you know I'm saying? I check up on my niece, Erica. She check up on me. I check on Karen. You know? Because I love them that much. I love my family regardless. And I'm pretty sure everyone out there, everybody out there loves their families. But it's just a simple fact that people have to realize that, man, everyone goes through stuff. So if a family member is taking the time out to check up on you, be appreciative of that. Stop, stop thinking negatively and thinking that it's for a reason. Stop thinking that they're wanting something from you. Not everybody's wanting something from you. Not everybody is, you know, trying to get information out of you to gossip or anything like that. It's not like that, I promise you. <coughs> it's not like that. And I just wish that, you know, family will, like everybody keeps saying no, <coughs> that family unity don't exist. I wish it, I wish it would. I wish the family unity could exist. Like I said, I'm tired of the speeches. It needs to be some action behind the speeches. Instead of us sitting there putting on these speeches at these funerals and these weddings and these events, man, we need to do this a family. No, put some action behind it. We need to show the unity instead of speaking about it. That's what we need to do. Show that unity. Put it on display for everyone else to see. They you they move as a unit. I'm talking about size the family that you build inside your house. Because it's also, I've seen it where you got little kids who don't even know their family members, who don't even know their cousins. They couldn't point them out if they if you asked them to. Couldn't point them out if you asked them to. And it's, it's crazy, man. It's definitely crazy. I just want to see families be more united, man. That's, that's, that's nothing wrong with it. Whatever whatever issues that might be going on, man, call that person. Call that cousin. Call that nephew. Call that niece. Call that sister. Call that brother. Call that grandmother. Call that grandfather. Call whoever that you may think you guys may have an issue or anything like that, man, bury it in hatch. <clears throat> because we're living in a times where like we now see it just like I do. Where people are dying man, every single day. People are leaving this earth quickly, expeditiously. And only thing that, and then when we they leave here, we 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 we're living with that regret because we didn't talk to them, we didn't speak with them, we didn't bury whatever little petty issue that we had. That's all I want. That's all. That's all I want to see. Put some action behind it. Let the I let people know that nah, this family move as a real unit. This ain't no fake stuff. But um, like I said, I did the um, I did the post. 
So shout out to everyone who um who definitely you know who spoke on the post. Uh <clears throat> shout out to my my guy David Julie. For those who don't know, he did the logos for the Moss Network and the Moss uh called Podcast. He said, when I asked the question, um, do family unity still exist? He said the concept changed once our grandparents left us. It's true. Like I said, I spoke about it earlier. The glue. Once the once the glue left us, it just it went away. Uh shout out to Charles Banks. Uh y'all also if you want to uh kind of get some artwork done or anything like that, y'all make sure y'all tap in with Charles Banks. Uh the C-H-A-R-R-S Banks. Y'all go tap in with him. He's a very, very, very dope and talented uh artist. You know what I'm saying? He does the comic strips, he does he does it all, man. He's very dope. Uh, he said it's hard now because most of our grandparents are gone. Agreed. Same thing that David said. Uh, shout out to my guy Archangel. Y'all make sure y'all go check out uh, his uh, latest project. It is out right now, man. Um, he said, with the family you create, yes, but with blood relatives, no. And that's what I was talking about. Uh, it's like I'm talking about outside of the house that you that you built. There's nothing wrong with that because you know that's that's gonna be your family. But it's just the fact that, you know, as far as your relative though. And that's why I say like your your kids don't even know they look cousins. Your 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 kids don't even know who their aunts and second cousins and stuff like that is unless you go to a family reunion and you gotta sit there and introduce them to everybody. Um also who else coming? Uh shout out to uh, uh Will Richardson. He said, yeah, but in sections and groups. I spoke about that earlier. You do have family who get together in groups. And you know, they you know, you got family members who play the favoritism game. You know, they 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 break that they break or break up in sections and groups. Now I'm not going to this person's house for Thanksgiving or Christmas. I'm gonna have my own school. Which you know, that's their prerogative to do. But it's just like, nah, I don't want uh nah. Yeah, if you you don't come to my house if you're gonna go to that house. I've seen that happen. Uh, a shout out to uh, Carol Garcia. She's a, a former coworker of mine. Yes, but as the older generation die off, it's less and less. It's a pity. I agree. Um, shout out to uh, J Rod. And also, if you need some tracks, need some production done as far as your next tape or next single, and then like that, make sure you get at Roderick J Rod's uh, ship. Uh, he's a very talented, very talented um, producer, man. Very well known. And also, if you haven't had the chance to check out my interview with him, go to uh, the Moss Network, um, Moss Network on YouTube and uh, type in J-Rod Moss Talk Podcast. It will pop up. He said no, because after uh, after women was moved into the projects and the men couldn't be there, was the beginning of the end for the black families. Now... Uh, a woman is uh, a woman thinks that she doesn't need a man to be in the household to help raise the families. I, you know, I can agree with it. You know, once um, far as the welfare program and the section eights and all that stuff came into play, and they told these women that no no man can live here and the father cannot be in the house, and <clears throat> you had some women who was like, well, you know, it is what it is. You know, I gotta get, I gotta get these bills paid. I gotta feed these kids, especially for the women who wasn't working. They've looked at it as like, well, 
I can do it on my own. As long as I'm getting this this government assistance, it is what it is. And it it happened to it, it happened so often where it, ha- it happened in a cycle, and it happened from generation to generation to generation. And now you look up, it it, it was like a continuing cycle now, and it's it's gotten worse than ever. It's definitely worse than ever. Uh, shout out to my big sister Kim. Love you. I love you. I love you. Uh, she said no. Say, say it is. Um, shout out to old school pal. He said, did it ever? I think it did. I think it did exist at one point. It's just that, you know, just like I spoke about earlier, once the grandparents and stuff like that started to die off and nobody really wanted to, um, nobody really wanted to pick up where the grandparents left off. Nobody wanted to do that. They're just like, well, it is what it is. Uh, shout out to uh, Symphony Serene and happy uh, happy belated birthday. Uh, she just celebrated a birthday this week. She said, not when it comes to distant family. I've been burned by family uh, so much. I talked about that um, earlier. You know, people stealing from family, crossing family and stuff like that. And I've seen it where people would put all their energy to cross family. They would cross their family members, but... They they pick and choose who they they they'll pick and choose who they're crossing. I say, like you're like, and I don't condone crossing anybody or scamming anybody, but you will steal from your family members. But yeah, you wouldn't steal. You like you you wouldn't steal from anyone else. You pick like I just don't get it. You'll mistreat and you'll do your family wrong, but yeah, you'll treat everybody else with respect. You know, I just don't get that. Uh, shout out to uh, Young Frank uh, Christ or Chris, sorry, said damn right. Hey, some people do have family unions, some people don't. Some people show the, some people uh, lead by example and show them what family unity is. Uh, shout out to my uh, my cousin, one of my she was one of my first best friends, uh, Shamika. She said, unfortunately, no. It happens. That family unity is just it, it leaves. Uh, shout out to Tania Lee. Also, if you need uh, as far as the women clothing and stuff like that, y'all make sure y'all get it, uh, Miss Tania Lee. Uh, she said, barely. I can you know, I can agree with it. It barely it barely does exist these days. You know. It barely does exist far as family unity. And I don't know. I I just hate I just want people in the, I just want to see families to be, you know, move as a unit again. That's what I want to see. I'm not saying everybody need to get together and throw barbecues every weekend, but I feel like when a when a family member is dealing with some kind of mental crisis or dealing with something spiritual or dealing with something and i'm not talking about financial because a lot of people get that missing school thing and that's what it, it helps i mean you know some some family members do need help financially but you know i feel like your family is supposed to be the ones you you should be able to go to your family members should be the one that you can you know lean on for moral support you know and it's just it's like we, you know I'm saying that doesn't exist anymore. Man. That doesn't exist anymore. But I didn't want to take too much of y'all time. I'm gonna 
actually running up on the uh, 45 minute mark. You know, I didn't expect to be this long. I didn't try to be that long winded. <laughs> but you know, that was my just my whole sole purpose of doing this, uh, this touching on this topic because you know that is very important to me, man. I'm talking about all families, man. All families are race, all it. You know, all families of different race, cultures, all it. Because it's gotten to a point where, you know, it, 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 like you, you, you see it yourself. Family slandering each other on social media. Family talking about each other uh, on social media, exposing one's business and stuff like. It's just so ugly, man. It's so it's nasty. It's disgusting. But uh, thank you all uh, to whoever tuned in. Shout out to anyone who's going to catch the uh, you know playback. Uh, make sure you all subscribe to the uh, Moss Network, and also make sure you all. Uh, be on the lookout uh, for more uh, content from me, your boy JJ Ma. And uh, thank you all. Now.